0: So you live in a a challenging time. You live in a time where much of your energy and attention, it's true for adults too, I think, are spent with the image that we project to the rest of the world. We, generally speaking, want everyone to think that our lives are really phenomenal. And to that end, we put pictures up on Snapchat or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and we say, here is who I am. And they're usually pictures of ourselves having a good time or being happy or being with a lot of of people, our friends, our family. The challenge, of course, is that that's not always how our lives really are. We project these wonderful images, but truth be told that There are times in our life where things are not so pleasant, not so wonderful. We feel lonely. Or maybe we have brokenness, either because of broken relationships in our lives, or maybe because things aren't going so well. We don't usually post videos of ourselves, if we're athletic, really not doing so well. Striking out at the plate or really not doing what we should do in defense and allowing someone to score in hockey or soccer, missing a block or an assignment, that doesn't bode well. Maybe we would avoid publishing or posting that test that didn't go so well, where, heaven forbid, we may have gotten a B, or a C, or a D, or maybe even an F. Maybe we show ourselves when we're feeling very sad or lonely. Maybe we're missing someone who has gone before us. They've died and we're sad because they're no longer with us. Maybe we're feeling sad and lonely because we don't know what the future holds. But when we look around at the present, we see a lot of hardships and difficulties. We see countries where life is just not so great. There were, in my view, horrible images of Haitian refugees being treated badly. But if you know anything about Haiti, they're desperate. They will take that tiny little chance that they could leave the country and go anywhere else because they're so desperately poor. They're easily the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. They've dealt with earthquakes hurricanes, political unrest. So much of their poverty comes because in order to gain their independence, they had to pay uh, France a lot of money. And that left them open to the possibility of lots of corruption, which there's been. What is it that we're asking from God? You know, I mentioned some of those things, but there's also probably one other thing that's quite stressful and difficult these days for all of you. And that is, what are you going to do next year? Where are you going to be? What are you going to study? Where are you going to work? Because there's all of this decision that awaits you. And it's stressful. And on some level, I think we convince ourselves that it is supposed to be easy. You know, they'll say, well, you know, you'll know. When you go to that college campus, you'll just have a sense, this is where I'm supposed to be. But what if you don't? Or you've got all these great choices, and now you know that there's all this pressure on making the one right choice. But what if you don't? And as much as we project a wonderful image of ourselves... What about those times when, quite frankly, we know we can be a jerk. We can treat people poorly. Maybe it's our parents. We argue about something, and even as we're arguing, we know it's a stupid thing. It's not very important. It doesn't really matter. Maybe we know that we want to be one kind of person, but when we're in a particular situation, we're not that person at all. Ezra is in a situation, this uh, prophet, this priest scribe is in a situation where the people that he has been called to speak to are really in a bad way. You see, for too long, the people that have led, the, the, the actual individuals who have governed the people of Israel have not been very good at all. They've created these really, really horrible situations. They've given over to these awful religions. There's one king in the in the previous time for Ezra who not only did he worship other gods but the worship of other gods required sacrifice and so he sacrificed his own sons. They moved far away from what God wanted. And the end result was they found themselves in this horrible circumstance where they were slaves. And they were removed forcibly from where they lived to go to an area that was far away. They felt horrible. Our lives are really, I think, in in a very real way about trying to find the balance between celebrating and enjoying those wonderful things in our life, but remembering that we are never really alone when things aren't so wonderful. That our lives are this kind of constant mixture of these two things. What is it that you need to remember about God? Where is it in your life that you need to feel and know the presence and the love of God? And if you feel that love in God very closely, what is it you're going to do about it? Jesus sends the disciples in the first reading to go out and to tell people that there's a better way to live. It is a way where people are not alone. Where, despite brokenness, people know that they are loved beyond all measure. That there is a promise from a faithful God that we can live forever. We get little glimpses of it in our lives. The love of parents is a reflection of the love of God. The love we have for our friends is a reminder of the friendship that God wants to have with us. The fact that we probably feel on some level we've got some mission or purpose in life is a reminder that we are sent by God to do something and to be someone that only we can accomplish but not in a way that should cause us an unbelievable amount of stress because God helps us and gives us the love and the grace that we need to figure out what this is supposed to be for us, how it is we are supposed to do it, and when we feel that we're tired or weak or not strong or whatever, that God even gives us the strength to do so. With this little time away, maybe the most important thing, is to remember the people that love and care for you. And to ask God to continue to send people that you can be loved by and that you can love. And to give you a cause, a meaning, a purpose, so that you can make the world a better place. You see, it's really very simple. God gives us only two commandments to worry about. We are to love him, and we are to love our neighbor as ourselves.